Hi everyone, welcome to my very first podcast entitled Voices in Writing. Um, I'm excited to broadcast my very first podcast with a very special guest, my mother, Silvana Migliaccio. Say hi, mom. Hi. The reason I chose to interview my mother as one of my first contribution posts to our final project was because in many class discussions and also in previous blogs, I wrote about how I feel um, my love of writing developed from my love of reading. And my mother was a direct reason why I loved to read so much as a child. And I feel like through her reading to me and hearing her voice, and as imperfect as she thinks it sounds because of her very thick Italian accent, which I don't even notice anymore, or even then I don't think I did, um, I learned my voice through hers. And so I just wanted to do a quick interview with my mom so you could get a little background about who she is, and then I'll talk a little more about um, my voice. So mommy, first question, where were you born? In Italy, Genova, in When did you come to the U.S. and where did you live? I came to the United States in 1969, January 7, cold, we were scared. And we went to live in Cranford, New Jersey. Wow, you remember the exact day, like 50 yeah. years later? Yes. That's amazing. I didn't even know that actually till now. So how old were you? By 18, something, more than 18, yes. And why did you leave Italy? Oh, we, we left Italy because my father was here for like 20 years. And, you know, we were five kids. Uh, we wanted to come to America because it was a better opportunity. And my father wanted us here. Okay, great. Um, so tell me now why it was important for you to read to me as a child. Because as a child, when I used to lay down at night with you, I know that you like, mommy, read for me. And I try my best to do it all the time. And as she grew, she liked it more and more and more, even with my thick accent. <laughs> so you saw that I had a love for reading. Yes. So you just wanted to continue on doing it. Yes. Okay, great. Um, so why were you worried about your Italian accent when you were reading to me? What did you think that effect of it would have on me? I didn't really, I knew it was a thick accent, but I wasn't really worried. I know kids love their mother. They learn quicker to understand us. And that's why they did. Right, right. Like I said, I don't notice it now, and I don't think I noticed it um, then. So she also now reads to my seven-year-old nephew, Odin, who loves to curl up with Nona at night and read a good book. Um, I actually have heard him correct her a few times, but in a very playful way when she might make a mistake on a word or phrase. And um, But he giggles and laughs, and he, I don't think, even knows that uh, she has an accent either. So it's really nice to see how it's continuing on now with like the next generation in our family. Um, so mom, as you know, I'm in this writing studies program at Kane University for my master's and I shared with my class before that, you know, me getting exposed to reading at such a young age with you really helped me to find my voice in my writing because this is what our project is all about. Like how every writer has a unique and distinct way of writing and, you know, conveying their thoughts and feelings to the reader and their audience. Um, and like I said, I thank you for that because as a child, you know, you taking that time to read to me really opened up a whole new world for me of books and imagination and learning and exploring. And through that, I started to really enjoy writing. So I think reading is like a direct extension to the writing. 
And I feel like if it wasn't for you, I may not have ever really learned that passion or would have not blossomed in it like I did. So, um, and again, I think what's really poetic is that, you know, you sometimes were worried about your Italian voice um, affecting me in a negative way, I think. And the truth is that your voice, as beautiful as it is, and as imperfect as it may be, is what really helped me to find my voice when it came to my writing. And I think that's what led me to this point today in my life, being here in this program and sharing this with my classmates. So, any thoughts on that, Mom? Yeah, that makes me the happiest woman in the world. Aww. That she kept on going and reading and one alone because we didn't have a chance. I went to fifth grade before I came to this country and I didn't went back to school here. Our father sent her to work. So this is my story and my daughter, I'm proud of her. Aw, thanks mommy. So we're so, me and my older brother are living out, I guess, your American dream, what you and dad yes. wanted for us. We were both able to get a higher education, pursue our goals and, you know, do the things that my parents never had the chance to do. So both of us hopefully made you proud. Yes, absolutely. And I just wanted to thank you, Mom, because I know you were nervous. She was so nervous about this. <laughs> but I'm sure you're going to enjoy her voice just as much as I do now, and I did then. I'll cherish this moment and remember this moment forever. And I'm happy I have it on a recording that I can keep with me forever. So um, I wanted to say thank you, Mommy. And do you have anything to say to anyone or my yeah, classmates? to all the classmates, the teacher, and everybody. Thanks for you. Thanks for you, my daughter's learning. And I say happy and happy Christmas and New Year's. Yay. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> ciao, ciao. Ta ciao, ciao, ciao. Arrivederci. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Voices in Writing. Um, stay tuned for my second podcast, which I will be um, co-hosting with Kevin, and we will be interviewing some of our fellow classmates and about their voices and the final project, and I'm really looking forward to that. So thank you so much again. Ciao. It wasn't...